0: Hello and welcome to the inaugural, well I really don't want to say inaugural because we used to do this uh, show before, but we're restarting back up for the internet. People have been asking me to do uh, interviews again and so we're going to start doing that. So welcome again, let me say that, to uh, Christian Interviews Today. I'm your host today, my name is Jim Zimmer, and I'm glad to be back on the air. I've been wanting to do this uh, back again for, uh, we've been off the air for about uh, almost 10 years now, not quite, um, but almost 10 years, but I was doing an interview program on another radio talk show, so it did um, fulfill my uh, gifting on the, on the radio, but two years now away from it, to, almost to the day of any kind of radio talk show, so we're back. And I'm glad to be back. And I decided I wanted to try something different as we came to our brand new show. (laughs) I decided I'd like to go to somebody who's uh, young and see what the future holds for Christians and stuff. And you know that uh, if you know anything about Christian interviews today, we only talk about uh, certain things like politicians, maybe. We'll do a few of those guys or girls. And then we do, of course, authors and entertainers. We want to know the giftings that God has put out there. That's why we started the show, and we're going to continue with that. I have with me today uh, Jacob Justice. He's uh, one of the Healing Room's worship leaders, came over from the the valley in California, came to the coast. Uh, This program is done on the coast of California. So um, I thought this would be a great start. A youthful young man, just uh, freshly married, and um, singer, songwriter, and multi-talented. I can't believe how many instruments he plays. It seems like every time he gets up there, he's playing something a little different but i welcome to the microphone and to christian interviews today jacob justice hi jacob hello sir how are you so are you a little nervous today you have ever been bad. interviewed <laughs> my
1: first uh, radio talk show
0: well but first well good yeah. i'm glad to have you now you're a young man though right yes sir well, so tell me about uh, where you grew up at where'd you grow up
1: at i grew up in fresno california uh, a lot of people think it's hot a lot of people think it's uh, a terrible it, wait place a minute, to wait live. minute, It is hot.: it is, it is hot, you're right. But I actually really enjoyed living in Fresno. Believe it or not, a lot of people give it a bad rap, but I really enjoyed living there, and uh, I actually miss it in a way.:
0: No way, a little, bit, <laughs> a, a little bit. It's hard
1: to beat the coast, it really is, but I guess I miss probably more of my family and friends that are oh, there. Yeah, of
0: course. But uh,
1: great place though.
0: So tell me a little bit about Fresno and how you grew up.
1: So I grew up in a great home. Um, my parents loved each other, had three younger brothers. I um, uh, went to high school, born and raised there, um, and then I proceeded to uh, be involved in a ministry that I was at starting at 12 years old.
0: When did you become born again if you started at 12? Were well, you a little guy?
1: Yeah, I guess you could say I was quote-unquote born a Christian, you know, as they, as they say. <laughs> like, um, my, my,
0: like my kids, they, were gay, yeah, they exactly. didn't know anything else. And
1: I, I think, I, I guess I I remember having my first experience with God at probably in, as a first grader, and uh, it was a really, very young. Yeah, very young. And so I can remember praying at night. And then it was, I can remember it just like yesterday. And I could really feel God's presence. It was a really cool moment um, as a first grader. But, and I always knew um, something was kind of different about my life. I knew I was supposed to do something different. And I oh, really? really that young?
0: Was. Six years old?
1: Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah.
0: That's kind of like me. I, I, I yeah. always thought that I was going to be famous or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we just grew up like that. Yeah, I just, exactly. I know. our so, DNA. Uh,
1: yeah. And, um, so, grew up, like I said in a great household my my parents um we went to church at, at a at a church from when I was I guess you could say born until I was 12 and then at 12 years old uh we changed churches and we went to a church um, Was
0: that real traumatic on you or anything like that? Was it a big change or
1: It was a big change. We were kind of treated like, you know, little princes me and my brothers at, at the oh, church. Really? Right? I mean, they Oh, yeah, it, it were a small church yeah. and everyone knew each other. Um but my parents had felt like, you know, Just God was telling them to change churches. The church itself wasn't doing great that we were at. And so they saw that I was coming into adolescence, and they wanted uh, me to be a part of maybe a better youth environment, youth group environment, that kind of thing. So anyways, we we got to this church, and it was a friend that I grew up with um, since second grade. We grew up together, and it was his dad's church.
0: So it was not unfamiliar ground. It was... I knew a friend. I had a friend. I had The, the pastor's <laughs> son was my friend. That was my one friend there. PK friend.
1: Yeah, PK friend. And um, it was great. My dad actually heard the pastor on the radio, and everything he was preaching um, lined up with what he believed. It, a lot of things uh, that were being taught weren't being taught at the church we were already at. And so... Um, Anyways, we, we checked it out. Uh, my dad went the first service. He brought us to the second service, and we stayed ever since. Oh wow! Yeah, and so the church is called Celebration. Um, it's in um, Fresno, but there's three locations. It, they have a location in Clovis, Fresno, and Madeira, so kind of a multi-site church. And
0: um, so you were in the city of Fresno, though you grew up in the city
1: of Fresno, correct. right? Yeah, okay, I did. Right. Yeah, the um, northwest side of Fresno, to be exact. And uh, loved it. Yeah, and had a great childhood. I, I had great memories as a kid, and, um, and then I really have great memories being a part of that church. That was, um, you know, that was my second home. So
0: tell me a little bit about um, when did you start? When was the first instrument you knew that you picked up and you kind of felt?
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of a funny story. Um, I guess my very first instrument was the recorder, like most kids play. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible sounding and annoys everybody. Uh, and then I picked up a baritone. Um, I was just trying out music. I, I grew up in a very athletic home. My dad was a great soccer player, so we were always. Oh my in goodness! Your yeah. dad loves soccer. Yes, yes, he did, and he's very good at it. <laughs> and we uh, played sports growing up, and we were all really good at it. You know, we, we had um, good, yeah, good success with sports. Um, but then in elementary school, just tried playing the baritone. Well, the funny thing was the the keys stuck, and so you had to. Every time you push down a note, you had to pull it back out, and so it was a little bit frustrating. So my uh, music so career so you kept ended, it yeah it ended pretty quickly yeah and then, I guess uh, so and then and then another kind of funny instance happened so my and then I um, continued to be a part of the youth group um, and my friends I had I had two other friends one kind of played the drums another friend wanted to be the solo guitarist that played you know all the great american anthems and they said "Uh, jacob you should play the bass you know so we could start a little garage band and i had i didn't even know what a bass was really i mean i kind of knew what it was so i said okay i'll I'll pick up a bass and so um i asked for a bass for christmas yeah and i was 14 years old at the time so i got a bass they gave it to me and everyone my family was just watching and i just laughed i said i don't know what to do with this yet (laughs) but just give me a little while give me some time I had a beginner book that I started with, um, and that, that the book helped me, and then asking people at the church to help me, that, that kept me going for about a year, and after a year, my parents saw I was pretty serious about it, and so they got me lessons with a bass player at the church, and he was fantastic. He actually gave pretty much professional lessons, you can almost say, and um, took lessons for, with him for three years, and that just transformed my understanding of music and bass playing and, and even opened up a way for me to... Um, start playing guitar i had started singing um, um, as a result of just being a part of the music yeah tell me what culture. was that what
0: was that what was that like when you first started this thing were you nervous were you did you obviously you were probably singing in your bedroom or whatever you yeah. know out in the backyard walking right. alone but what right. was that really like when you first started doing that
1: um well i always enjoyed uh, imitating people or doing voices or, or that Me kind too. of Me too. I used to do yeah. that too. Was, I used to make
0: I used to imitate the President of the United States. Yeah, oh you know? yeah, sure. And I imitated my friends and right. Teachers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. so it's
1: really so I just always enjoyed that. So I would imitate the singers singing at church. Oh wow. And I realized I think I'm hitting the same tone as them or the same pitch. And uh and then I just started singing in my garage. I would I have this little gym set. I work out of my garage and, and uh I would um be lifting weights and sing along with the CDs. And so I, I realized I'm enjoying singing just as much as I'm enjoying playing bass. And so, um, one of the singers, the girl singers heard me singing behind her, um, on a set and said, Hey, you sing, we're going to get you to start singing. Oh, like, that's good. Yeah, That's good. That's right. always encouraging. Right. Yes. Yes. And so it sucks. She sucked me into singing and she even kind of gave me lessons. It was great. Um,
0: Oh, she even helped you yeah. learn. Oh, that's yeah, good. That's really did. good. And she
1: had some classical training. So that helped. And, um, yeah, and then I just started singing. I started singing with the bass and in the youth group, and then and then I started singing at church uh, in the quote unquote big church. You know. Oh, so adults. you you didn't yeah. you
0: you advanced from the youth group? Oh, very yeah. good. And very good. I actually
1: ended up taking all. I, I had a group of friends. We actually basically started our instruments all at the same time. One on guitar, one on drums, and singing that sort of thing. And they um, and then even my now wife, uh, she started playing. Well, she started playing keys younger, but we were all in that band together. Oh, wow. Even her and her sister, too. And so we all kind of transferred from playing in youth to actually playing in the adult band because we were actually better than some of the adults playing. You know, no hard feelings, but we, we were. So, uh,
0: Well, it's a heart. It's a heart issue. Right. You, if you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, you're not. Yeah, exactly. So tell me a little bit about this. Uh, who, do you, who do you think you sound like? Sometimes if somebody wants to know, well, what, is, what does Jacob sound like? Who do you think you sound like? Who, what artist do you think? Uh,
1: who I d- identify with? Yeah, I, I don't know. I would say... Um, what I actually prefer singing, I prefer singing kind of soft and mellow um, as opposed to kind of, you know, um, punchy. Like a lot of times for church and for leading worship, we kind of, it's necessary to have punchy songs. And I actually really enjoy punchy songs, but my go-to is, is kind of just soft and melodic. And that's what I actually really like.
0: Well, let's hear something. We're going to play a little bit of okay. something from uh, Jacob. Uh, this is not one of his recordings or anything like this. I just <laughs> pulled it off of our internet uh Broadcast and this is a little bit, uh, you can hear what he sounds like, what we're trying to get to. Our God is the Lion, the
1: Lion of Judah, swore with power, fighting our
0: battles, Every knee will bow before Him. Our God is the Lamb, the
1: Lamb that was slain, The sins of the world, blood breaks a chain. Every
0: knee will bow before So it's a little bit uh, Lion and the, lamb. the lamb, and you, everybody will get a little taste of that to <laughs> see what it what really sounded like. So uh, you're not a falsetto voice, though. You're no. not nothing like that. You're, you do have a, like a bass to it and a baritone, and you do yeah. have a couple of different ranges. You don't pitch. You're not pitchy. Well, that's how did good. you learn? How, yeah, that's <laughs> important. Uh, so how did you learn to stop being? I mean, when you're young, you, that's you, usually that's the first thing they can't get over is being pitchy.
1: Yeah, I, I think I just realized um, how to be comfortable, comfortable in my own skin. Uh, there was, I always tried to imitate the lead worship pastor and he had a very different voice than I did. And so I I got frustrated with that. And then there was this lady that started singing with her acoustic guitar and it was very soft and melodic. And I just really identified with her singing, even though I'm not a girl, but I just identified with that type of singing. And then that really helped me, I guess, um,
0: Sing and be true to myself, I guess, with my voice. True to yourself. That's unusual, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, if you just joined us, I'm Jim Zimmer. I'm the host of uh, Christian Reviews Today. My guest today is uh, <laughs> Jacob Justice. He's a worship leader at the Healing Rooms in Santa Maria, California. You're listening to Christian Reviews Today. We'll be back right after this. Military life is rewarding, but it
1: isn't always easy. Managing distress can affect even the strongest warrior.
0: But I can, I will stay mission ready.
1: I can, I will keep my mind and body fit.
0: Talk to my chaplain.
1: Seek care early. Strive for progress, not perfection. I got this. I got this. Take the first step. There's
0: There's no no better better time time than now. now.
1: Reaching out is a sign of strength. Visit realwarriors.net or call 800-874-2273.
0: That's something we just kind of pulled off a recording at the Healing Rooms. Oh, if you just joined us, uh, you're in the second part of the interview with Jacob Justice. I'm Jim Zimmer, your host for uh, Christian Interviews today, and I'm with uh, Jacob Justice, one of the worship leaders at the Healing Rooms in Santa Maria, California. Tell me the first song that you uh, ever sang in front of people that, uh, do you remember it?
1: I can't quite remember the exact one, but I do remember always singing um, a song called My Glorious by Delirious. Oh yeah, sure,
0: sure, sure, sure.
1: Uh, they let me sing that in the, again, quote-unquote, adult service, the big church, and um, it was fun. It was always a lot of fun, uh, getting to do that song. But it was always really nerve-wracking as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why was it nerve-wracking?
1: I don't know. I guess it was, you know, you, you're not in front of the youth group anymore. You're in front
0: oh, of the, the big oh, people, yeah. the adults. But, um, so you didn't sleep the night before, something like that? Or yeah,
1: what? actually, you know, I, I've always been pretty comfortable uh, in... In front of people, or um, you know, public speaking, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it was, I guess, that initial switch over to now singing with the adult, yeah, I the see, adult group, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like just the youth group. So,
0: did you do any acting or anything like that when you were a kid?
1: I did a, a few plays in elementary school, um, but the last play I did, I, I think I was in fifth grade, and the teacher. Um, had it was a weird skit, like it was a this Santa Claus alien mix. It was just <laughs> awkward and weird, even as a fifth grader. And after the play was over, you know, you you just do all these rehearsals. I asked my mom, I was like, "Did you guys like it?" And they like they said, "Well, we couldn't hear you very well, but how are you feeling?" Because I had a at that time like a hundred and two degree. Oh my gosh. So Oh my gosh! All of those put together um, just made for a bad experience. But I always have enjoyed. Going to plays or, or public watching
0: public. So you don't have any time. You don't have any problem stepping up in front of people. No, actually, I, yeah. I, I'm one of those weird people too. Why yeah. we got a lot of uh, in common there here, Jacob. We hang out more. I, when I was a kid, I never had a problem standing in front of people talking. I remember right. when kids used to get freaked out or yeah. spelling. I like. I don't get that. Right. I mean, I I've been MC the, a lot.
1: I always did the oral speaking part of the projects. So somebody Me too. else make the poster. I'll speak about it.
0: We exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, Jim, you get up there. Like, okay, very sure. Very no very problem. problem. Tell me what it's like uh, to be a worship leader and when you start doing it. It's not really a part-time job even though you do a lot of times start as a part-time person. What's that really like?
1: Um I love it. It's it's kind of like doing a dream job. You're like um I know working part-time at the Healing Rooms. It's just a dream come true and working in the I was working in ministry prior to coming to uh, the Healing Rooms and like I said it's it's you're you're shocked every time you see a paycheck show up. And, wow. Uh,
0: Wow, you what just, a good, I know when I got my first paycheck you know, in LA yeah. in, the, in the film business, I was like, I put it on the wall, 600 bucks. Yeah. I put it on the wall. I said, there's my first one. Yeah. yeah it is like, it really did happen. Exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. A,
1: it's a dream come true. And, and, uh, and, and you feel at the same time, very privileged because you know that, that, there's a lot of people that would love to be doing what you're doing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah I the privilege keep in that perspective. Cause you know, obviously just like any other job you can get, it can get mundane or it can get sure. in a rut. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. So you sure. have to shake yourself up enjoy it.
0: Now, Love you it. moved over from the valley. Basically, uh, if uh, if, you're, if you're hearing this somewhere, and where this will go all over the world. So unless you understand, he moved from a very hot valley-ish kind of thing out to the beach.
1: Yeah. That, <laughs> out right. to the
0: beach. Right. <laughs> so Where's he you? moved about uh, almost... Three hundred miles, almost about two hundred something miles inland, in, in between two mountain ranges. It's yeah. a valley. Yes. that's what they call it—the Big Valley here in uh, California. They call it the, the Valley. And then you moved over here to the coast. What yeah. was? Tell us, as a young man, tell us what that felt like. You know, what was the decision-making process? Did you hear a lot of naysayers? And what are you doing? And you know, how did you get right. through all that?
1: Yeah, um, like I said, I was working at a church, and I loved it. Absolutely loved my job at the church. Um, and they were on the verge of promoting me or, you know, I, there was the sense that I felt like I was going to be promoted soon, even though I already had a, a pretty significant job there, a lot of responsibility. And, um, that was a huge honor and it was a huge privilege. And I actually thought I'd be there for life. Cause like I said earlier, I enjoyed Fresno. I wasn't bothered by the heat. Um, but what happened was I reconnected with a, with an old friend. Uh, she sent me an email and, um, prior to this, I had been in an relationship for four and a half years that just was not getting off the ground love the girl she was great but um just we weren't just meant for each other so that ended um Amy my now wife she emailed me about an event coming up and just thought I'd be interested in it and I wasn't really interested in the event but I thought well hey my old friend how are you doing you know so we struck up a email conversation and I think with it um I guess we had emailed for about a month and then I went to visit her and her family on an Easter kind of break. We had some time off and then we started dating after a few days of (laughs) reconnecting. And then from dating, it only took us, I believe, uh, I believe it only took us three, three months and we were married by that time. Oh my gosh. So um, she wanted to stay on the coast, even though we grew up in Fresno together. Uh, She felt strongly about staying at the coast. And for me, I, I, I guess I wasn't, maybe as tied down as I thought I was, I fell in love and I was ready to pretty much do anything to be with this girl, to stay okay. with this girl, be All where right. she was. And so uh, I just kind of took a leap of faith and said, I don't know. I I'd, I'd I know no one there.
0: So I'd you didn't get it like a word from the Lord. Jacob, right. go to the coast. Right. Nothing like that. Nothing you're just, like you're that. just feeling hey, You know, God is saying yes to this. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it. Right. You know, I really think this is a good move. And yeah. did you get a lot of opposition to that?
1: No, um, I mean, I had a handful of people just say, you know, just make sure, you know, you're making the right decision, and, uh...
0: But when and, you're young like this too, you can make a couple of you know right. mistakes and you, still recover. Right, exactly. Okay, all right, I got, yeah, you, I got, it, yeah, I got and it. And, I,
1: and I, I did get that. And I, I did get a lot of people say, you know, hey, if you make a mistake, you make a mistake and move forward. You know. But <laughs> the, the funny thing was my parents weren't involved in this decision-making process at all. And, and this is was, was a huge shock because I'm the type of person that takes three hours to decide on a T-shirt to buy at the mall. So every decision is <laughs> oh. a slow decision for me. But this decision I made extremely fast just because I was so comfortable with that. Um, my parents were away in Italy and just a big trip for them. And I knew that um, I was going to be moving in or two weeks or so time and I was going to get married. And so when they got back, they, they got back on a red eye and I said... They were exhausted, and I said, hey, got to tell you guys something. <laughs> I'm getting married, and I'm moving. And no Luckily, uh, they love Amy. They love Oh, they knew her. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they knew her. They knew her before, yeah. We grew up before. together. Yeah. So, um, but they were sad I was moving. But in, um, now, they, I mean, they're super excited for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. only two and a half hours away, so they can come visit and that sort of thing. We can and you can get there. over there. Yeah, exactly. you can get over there and everything.
0: So um, what do you think God is saying to you now, though? What do you think? What are you yeah. feeling right now? I mean, you're doing well at the healing rooms. I mean, you. You, you got promoted quicker, a lot of jealousy probably came up in everything, but, you know, you, you've probably seen that before, so you just work through it and just say, I love God no matter what and right. love you at the same amount. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what is God saying to you right now, though, Jacob?
1: Um Yeah, great question. I think, um, you know, we've I've been married four months now, and we're, we're doing great, and I feel like God is just really helping us through every part of our life. Um, But for as career wise goes, um, I have always loved worship. I've absolutely loved being a part of doing worship leading. Uh, But there's another side of me that really loves to um, teach and loves to write and loves to um, speak in public. And so I think I'm going to be getting some of those opportunities. I was, you know, talking to Rick and he would love Rick's the you know, head of the healing rooms. Yes. He's the overseer
0: of the healing rooms, huh?
1: Yeah, overseer. And um, he was just saying, hey, if you have something to teach, you know, go for it. And so um, some of those opportunities are starting to arise because it was funny because at my other church, I've been involved in music for such a long time. But then I, I stopped because they needed me in more of a pastoral role. And I found that I have these two loves in my life of, of worship leading and, oh, really? and kind of the pastoral side of things. And so. Um, so if I can have both, I'll take both. You know, that's, that's good. That kind of yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you're kind of feeling that your way through to, uh, that. Now, exactly. are you writing any music? Do you write music? Do you write anything? I,
1: I, have, um, I have. I have written think. music. Um, I've gotten to do a CD with my other church um, prior.
0: Oh, so they they produced a CD. They did, oh, yeah, yeah, great! They that's a CD. terrific. Yeah, so yeah, you've been in involved in that cycle of, of recording. And uh, yeah, that sort right. Of the, yeah, I love it. It's yeah, really fun. yeah. You like going. Write a song. Yeah, right. write a song. <laughs> Did you get to see the Hillsong uh, documentary that was well, out? Not yet. I'm oh, excited to see it. Though. It's really good. Does and one of the cool. one, you know, one of the things they do is they just start pushing one another to write songs. Cool. I was wondering how do they write so many songs. Oh yeah. But cool. now I know. They yeah. just they just pray and push one right. another yeah have and to they make write. it a priority yeah they do they make it a yeah. priority and yeah. hey what do you, what do you have anything right now do you have any right. and they really dip they're, they're not they hold everybody to the feet to the fire because yeah. you know I believe that they they live in the creative process and that's what yeah. we should do we should stay always in that creative process and never yeah. be dormant well that's we only great. got about a minute or so well we got about two minutes but I just wanted to uh, cover again if you just joined us you, uh, I'm with uh, Jacob Justice one of the worship leaders at uh, the healing rooms in Santa Maria California and we're talking about uh, leading worship as a young man. Not this, is, this guy, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm going to be 28 in about a week. So oh, see, he's I'm, young. I'm approaching 30, though. I don't <laughs> feel as young as I used to. <laughs> I got ties older than you. Anyway, so um, dreams, hopes, what are you praying for? What's your dream? If you were to say, okay, I'm dreaming this, or God has put this in my life, what is what's your yeah. dreams and hopes? What are you thinking?
1: I, I think uh, I feel like I've, I'm called to do ministry work. And I, I think for me, it's just saying yes, you know, to...
0: to um. Yeah, but a guy like you, honestly, you know, you're, you, and we, we talk about how much we are alike a lot of people are going to pick on you. They're going <laughs> to yeah. say, hey, you're the guy. You're the guy. You need to be with me. And so you lose perspective of where you're going right, and you true. start their perspective where they're going because of your talents and abilities and stuff. And right. I had gotten a lot of words too. And I, and now that I'm older, I realize, man, if I would have been more cautious and never went and said yes to that or never went and said yes to that or, or things like that, I probably would have would did a l- little bit more right. that God right. was speaking to me. So I, I, is right. some of your dreams about you or some of your dreams about helping other people? What, what, what yeah,
1: is? I think a mixture both i think okay uh, good i think even being involved the in healing rooms i'm seeing uh, just a whole different side of ministry than i had been exposed to during ministry during the week like they do here praying for people and giving space for that and time um i love that and i think um i'm finding that um just my thought process i guess being challenged of, of what i've good. always thought maybe i'm supposed to do mm-hmm. and now oh this is yeah what i'm feeling like i'm Really supposed to do so. It's just it's cool. It's been really great moving here and being exposed to something entirely new and different, and meeting just the most amazing people.
0: Last question: I'm praying for this. Is it is it for um, people, yourself, other things? What, what are you really praying for? What's on your number one list for bringing before the Lord?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think honestly, and it kind of sounds selfish, but just the finances to do everything i'm supposed to do you know because a lot of times i think finances can be such a distraction oh yeah from from what we're really supposed to be focusing on and you know i would love to just not have a thought about finances you know what i mean it's yeah just, it would yeah. just be nice to just hey i'm just doing my dream job this is what i signed up
0: for. i guess you have to live in uh my lord owns all the cattle on a thousand hills yeah right hey uh jacob it's been fun but you know this time goes by so fast yeah, maybe does. we'll do it again sometime okay well, my guest today has been uh, jacob justice here and i appreciate you uh, sure. continue good success and thanks again for dropping by thanks for having me you're welcome you've been listening to christian interviews today i'm jim Zimmer, saying goodbye god bless you we'll see you next time